Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Food that's good for the environment, good for the people who eat it, and good for the people who grow it. They pick it so it's beautiful when it comes to market, and you get to enjoy that. Local businesses is the, the first place that we can directly support somebody. You've got to believe in what you do, and if you stick to that, then you're getting there anyway. G'day, welcome to another Quicksand Food Podcast. My name is Stefan Postuma. Today I speak with Byron and John from Dagwood Byron Kitchen in Wollongong. Dagwood is one of the original bars in the small bar movement we've seen in Wollongong. They serve up fantastic cocktails and have a menu inspired by LA street food. They gave us some really great recipes for the Illawarra cookbook. And we get into a bit of territory touching on what makes atmosphere at a bar and why is it so important to have good staff. I really enjoyed talking to these lads. So I hope you also enjoy my chat with Byron and John from Dagwood Bar and Kitchen in Wollongong. Tell us about what, what, like what, what can people expect if they, if someone says to them, "Hey, you're spending the weekend in Wollongong, go to Dagwood," and they've never been here. <laughs> um, I guess they can expect good cocktails um, and a, a good vibe. I feel like Dagwood has a really good vibe. Mm. Um, you know, every every single person that works here is really happy, and I feel like that kind of emits off onto the customers as well I've, um, I've, I've, that's something that I I think I like wrote down a few notes and that's something that I you definitely get the feeling of when you come here but how do you how do you make that happen what do you think like how does is there a lot of things that come together to make that to, to make it a, a good vibe in a bar or is it definitely yeah. I feel like um, without having like a team that bounce off each other like I can say that I'd hang out with all my friends and I'd say I'd hang out with all my Dagwood staff the exact same amount. Like, right. Yeah, we're, both, we're, all, we're all really close and um, I feel like everyone has a really good taste in music and that mm-hmm. also helps. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I mean, the, the venue itself is it's sick, so. Yeah. Cool. It all meshes into one. So it's like a, I don't know, like it's... it's I guess it depends on what time you come here and stuff like that, but it can get pretty rowdy here as well. And, you know, people can get loud. It's good. For us, some of us. Definitely. Yeah. Real crazy. Craziness, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then you can kind of compare it to a Sunday or like a, yeah, like a Sunday mid-lunch and it's just like it keeps more cruisy. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely feel like Dagwood is purely what it is due to the, 
yeah, due to the vibe we give out and, and uh, I guess the culture that it creates. Mm. Um, let's talk about your cocktails. Does the cocktail list sort of change all the time? Um, there's definitely a couple cocktails that have been here since I've been here. Yeah. Um, and they'll be here until I leave. Yeah, right. Um, what are they? Uh, so there's the one in the book, the Wu-Tang. Yep. Um, there's, we make a cocktail with the beetroot shrub, and the beetroot shrub's been here for, since I think it opened, because it's uh-huh. like a little signature dagwood. Yep. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then there's like the other like types of columns that we have and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like our, we've got a really good selection of spirits, so... Um, we're able to have a pretty diverse range of cocktails. Talk about the um, the one that you put in the book. What's what's it about? Um, basil. Yeah, so I guess it <laughs> it doesn't really like mesh in a sense with the American street food spec Dagwood scene, yeah. but um, it's a real summery cocktail. Um, pretty sweet. And it's the it's the undercover um, like staff favorite, right? <laughs> like when everyone's anyone's like, oh, can I get a cocktail? What do you recommend? Like every single staff member would be like, oh, the Wu Tang. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so what's in it? It's gin and gin, uh, pink peppercorns, basil, lemon juice, and just sugar syrup. So it's pretty pretty straightforward. But um, yeah. How do you way. how do you come up with them? Do you, um, you, you just experiment and then like yeah purely just experiment yeah um, I don't know if you saw earlier Benny was just running around experimenting with cocktails because um, I dare say we'll probably try and change the menu again for summer yeah um, try and keep it seasonal so yeah he was just making cocktails and experimenting and that's the best way to do it sweet mm-hmm. yeah cool John let's talk about your food how do you want to give us like a bit of a, an idea of the type of food you got on your menu uh the type of food we got going on our menu is basically almost like a representation of a la street food scene yep so got a lot of uh, a lot of asian american fusion kind of going on We've got a um the whole kind of korean mesh with the whole american kind of thing yep um, yeah, so it's like it's it's like if you went to a market or something like that in LA, and you've got like all these different street food vendors to choose from, and it's a bit of a sort of a diverse mix of all that because there's really like yeah something for everyone. On yeah, menu, definitely. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I feel as though we also have a fair bit of like international food as well. Like it's not just you know your your typical <clears throat> gourmet nice burger from LA. No, it's not. Um, it. We, we have a pretty diverse range, I feel, mm. as well. You know, from You'd almost call it international food, I suppose. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even just... It's not just... It's not just American and Asian mm. as well. When that's the, um, kind of what we base it off, I suppose. When new owners took over, they were kind of wanting to add more international cuisine on instead of, right. um, you know, still keep the traditional cheesies and things that we have, but, yeah kind of add a few more dishes on that are represent the world I guess I think one thing that stands out to me about your menu is how how well it goes with booze 
Like it's, mm. is that something you think about? You're like, look, we just want like, we want food that's going to pair well with beers and cocktails and spirits. And I guess, <laughs> I think as well when you start making these things together, like yeah. we'll do the same. Hey, mate, there you go. We'll do like the same. You know, the kitchen orders these ingredients, um, and then we see what's in the in the freezer and in the cool room we're like oh that looks good we'll use that mm-hmm. and it kind of ends up because you're ordering those ingredients they go well together because you're using similar ingredients yeah um, like I think I'm guessing that's how it started when you guys first started up like the, there was a lot of mesh in ingredients with the cooking and the cocktails mm. um, yeah that's cool mm. that it sort of gives it gives it some consistency and has a little bit of a story behind it like you're just looking in the fridge and go oh you got this okay cool <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah. yeah you might look in the fridge and get some inspiration for ooh basil yeah I feel like putting basil in my cocktail today like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> or like a pear or whatever it is <laughs> and um yeah. what do you like how do you find with your customers do, do people come here to eat dinner like like, what's the mix of people that come by? Is it people that just want to drink? Is it people that want to have dinner? Is it, a, like, a bit of everything? Like, do some people come in expecting that it's sort of more, like, a restaurant? Formal. And, like, yeah, more formal. Yeah, and definitely. During the week, you get a lot of people that, um, you know, they'll book tables for, I guess, just the two of them. They'll come sit in and they'll get that more... Well, they'll expect the more formal experience. Um, but um, I feel as though sometimes those people come in wanting the formal experience and they leave with the Dagwood experience and it's almost better. Yeah, it's better, yeah. <laughs> I think that um, the way the way the industry seems to be going a lot now is that it's just everything's more casual. You know, like from yeah, fine dining restaurants becoming more casual to like bars being restaurants in a sense. Like, yeah. you get, there's, there's so many bars around that serve just such high quality food that you go there for dinner yeah exactly not just a drink before you go to a restaurant sort of thing Mm. it's all sort of like merging into one and I guess when you put a menu together as well like you've got to sort of consider that that you're not just doing bar food like you're not just going to do schnitzels and hamburgers and and whatever like you want to have it a bit more interesting I feel like we get a lot of customers that might come in um, thinking it's a cocktail bar and then they end up eating the food and that's what makes them come back again. Mm. Like, like they'll drink the cocktails and they'll be like, "Oh, that was really good." And then they'll be like, "Oh, I feel like some food. I might just get a burger or whatever it is." And then they're like, "Oh, haven't been there before. I didn't even know they did food." Mm. <laughs> I um, I like that. I like that the menu has so many different assets to it, like bits and pieces to it, because you can just you, it all. As you say, it sort of follows that street food theme, but there is there's stuff from everywhere like you got have you still got tacos and, and stuff on the menu as yeah. well yeah yeah so you still got that kind of food trucky yeah taco thing kind of going on and yeah korean korean <laughs> stuff korean, yeah. still wings and wings as well. ribs and yeah anything yeah. they'll go well cocktail and beers pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made, we we ate mm. a lot of bars a lot a lot of places anything that you can have with cocktail and beers is great so yeah. <laughs> yeah do you guys ever 
Do you guys ever like go up to Sydney or anything and check out bars there and just check out what's happening at like new yeah, venues definitely. and stuff? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you go to Melbourne and like oh, their bar culture is probably one of the best in the world. It's uh, do, like do you, do you sort of see do you see anything that they're doing in other in 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 the bigger cities and try to bring it to Dagwood? Sometimes, like um, only like a month ago, I went on a little trip to Melbourne just because my brother lives there and. Um, yeah, like you go to, we, we always go to these different bars, I guess. I've always been in bars and he has too, so we're always like interested to go in these bars mm. and check out their interior and whatnot. And yeah, and sometimes you'll just get little ideas and bring them back. Um, yeah, I feel like probably a lot of people do that, try and, you know, go to different big cities and bring all of what they like into one and make a, a venue that they love. Mm. Yeah, and it can be the smallest things as well, like it can be this tin that your menus are in or like yeah, exactly, just the tiniest yeah. tiniest little details hey? yeah yeah That's do you do the same it... do you go eat at, eat at bar, different bars and restaurants and sort of get a bit of inspiration for what you want to cook I think any chef that doesn't do that is an idiot yeah <laughs> yeah you're right it's probably a stupid question I mean, yeah. to be honest yeah 100% yeah <laughs> whether it um, yeah I, I suppose Dagwood itself we we do have you know a bit of point of difference we we're not just buying in our bread from yeah you guys bake all your own bread bake our own bread on house for such a small kitchen it's like yeah. a little cubicle we managed to get it all done yeah it's hard work but yeah it's good makes a difference eh? Hey? i like it um i don't know what else i was going to talk about like i guess what i was like more interested in talking about it like we talked about at the start was like bringing a good vibe to a place like because when you go to a bar sometimes it doesn't matter what the cocktails are like like they could just be serving VB yeah. tinnies <laughs> and you know your basic spirits and no cocktails and there, there could just be pepperoni pizza available <laughs> but for some reason the, the vibe is fucking mm. awesome and you want to go there night after night because there's something about it like they that mm. just made they just make it work like i feel like it's got a lot to do with your clientele right you know like you say you've got 20 25 year olds coming in um they're probably not going to be as you know they're, they're going to be a little bit hesitant to come back if it if the music wasn't up there ali and the you know like the people around them wasn't around them like mm. But in saying that, Dagwood's very diverse. Um, due to the new owners, we have a lot of older people coming in that are more, you know, 40 to 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a, also a lot of young uni students coming in. Um, but yeah, I feel like the clientele has a huge, a huge impact. So I guess that, like, it, may, it means that it's kind of your job then to rather than like I mean I guess if you're a if you're a pub that caters just to uni students and everyone's drinking jungle juice and <laughs> wearing togas and whatever like you don't really have to care too much about how you treat them in a sense like everyone's just there to get pierced like you can just yeah. get them in and out you serve them drinks and there's no level of service sort of like expector or vibe that the staff initiate but like it's your job here to then cater cater your vibe to the different clientele you've got you know and make yeah. everyone feel welcome yeah well 
yeah, like I said, like the owners bring in a lot of um, older clientele. Yeah. And I feel as though you have to be, you can be very casual with someone that's a uni student that's coming in to buy our VB tinnies or whatever it is. Yeah. But with, you know, that type of clientele, you want to be pretty respectful and, of course, yeah, and present yourself better. So, what's I, the response like from the older crowd? They love it. They, yeah, yeah. Like they, they usually come in, and I think, um, yeah, we get a lot of people come in and drinking our cocktails, um, and we have a pretty good whiskey selection, gin selection, and so that that brings people in as well. I think, but yeah, um, yeah they like they might not stay until we close at 12 yeah 12 a.m but they're here a lot of the night and they're trying they're probably you know spending a lot of money on all the good stuff that we have mm. so do you feel do you feel like people are more educated about good booze and cocktails these days um 100 <laughs> yeah it's they're getting better yeah they're getting uh, I mean, there's so much competition in wollongong that now yeah. is that saturated that if you don't have a a product that sets you apart from a, another bar or restaurant or you don't have your own stamp on what you're doing then you're just going to get drowned out and you won't be in business in a year or two mm-hmm. 100% yeah in saying that I feel as though the knowledge in the bigger cities is probably vaster mm. um, I feel like Wollongong's still a bit of a country city so you know people's knowledge on alcohol isn't as big but mm. you do get those patrons that come in and they know exactly what they're talking about mm. they know more than I do on some things yeah <laughs> I mean like five years ago there was only a certain amount of bars in Wollongong and it's we've like ex- it has exploded mm. it has yeah like, I went to uni here. I finished uni in 08 when I was here and mm. I obviously like I would have been 20 when I finished it's a different oh, place since then. Yeah, it, <laughs> like th- there was no cocktail bars. In there. Yeah, there's no. Pl- yeah. I don't know where you would have got a cocktail, but a cocktail back then, like maybe at like, <laughs> like Rusty's or like get a margarita at a half like, or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but it's it's good to see that sort of like the the culture and, and people taking a bit more, having a bit more of appreciation for you know people like yourselves that like actually really have put a lot of time and put a lot of their lives into like working in, in bars and mm. you know getting to know th- spirits and how to provide good service and all that sort of stuff people appreciating that and the scene sort of growing yeah yeah. I mean it makes my day every day I come in and you know you see how full your shelves are and there's new things that you have on the shelf that's what sometimes gets you to work you're like yes everything's going new well. stuff to play with yeah exactly <laughs> yeah do you uh, how do you like how long have you been working in basketball, bud? Um, since I was 18. Yeah. I got a little gig in Husky. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I've been, I've been at Dagwood for two and a half years. Yeah. It's best hospitality I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> it's good do, you, do you like working in bars? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. They, like you, a lot of people that I know that work in bars, they they love it. I guess again, it depends on the bar. Like if I was coming to I work, so. and. <laughs> back to the vibe if the vibe was crap you're not going to yeah. enjoy yourself yeah but everyone that comes in here are pretty happy to have a chat with you and you can you know throw a bit of banter around it's great because mm. it can be a, and for chefs as well obviously like it's a hard slog sometimes weekend like every weekend basically you're on mm. 
nights, your, your days off on Mondays, and no one else is doing anything apart from the other hospo people. <laughs> like, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's probably the same for chefs too, eh? Like, it just depends on the venue that you're working at. You know, there can be good ones and bad ones, and when you find a good one that you're happy at, it, it's, yeah, you live for it, you love it. Uh, yeah, yeah Dagwood yeah. makes it easy to come to work. Yeah. Like, it's a, yeah a good time everyone that works here has the same opinion as well everyone's happy tight tight knit little family really Sweet. cool um john i'll ask you quickly about the do we know which one of those two recipes we're gonna put um because we're gonna do one of the cocktail probably um probably the one that looks the best looks the best well yeah. let's just talk about both of them um I'll let you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. You got. No, you're right. Um, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about those recipes. So, the first one was the yeah the teriyaki beef and yeah. sweet potato. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us like just a bit about how you know you come up with that dish and how it's put together, how you make it? Well, teriyaki beef, kind of come up with. Um, well, obviously we're in the middle of winter, um, and. I think I was, I was eating at a Japanese restaurant. I just had this, this awesome, awesome sweet potato and beef dish, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to just do something exactly like that. And uh, when I had the opportunity in winter to use the sweet potatoes and run at their best, and mm. I just, yeah. <laughs> no brainer. And no it brainer. fits in with the yeah. menu. What's the, uh, what's the cut of beef you use? Um, we're using a uh, skirt steak. Yeah. Which we marinated for 24 hours. Yeah, nice. It's a uh, the cool uh, the cool thing about that version of teriyaki beef is that it's thick, cut yeah. thick, and a lot of the time you find it cut like super super, super thin. thin. So yeah. it's kind of like eating a steak, but with like teriyaki style rather than skewers or like whatever it might be. So yeah, it's just something different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the noodles. Tell me about the noodles. Uh, the noodles is. Pretty much, um, it was a not actually my dish, it was a dish that actually um, originated when they first opened the venue here, and um, I had those. And I wasn't actually working here at the time. And when I actually got the opportunity to come back and work here, it wasn't on the menu. I was like, saying I wanted to put back on, <laughs> and get them back. So, what to, like, what and people were just asking for it and asking for it. And what, what, what are some of the, the flavors in there? Um, some of the flavors we've got mushrooms, um, we've got a lot of lot of exo sauce. Um, it's like a seafood kind of yep uh, base. Um, I've done my own kind of spin on it using um, a Korean chili paste yep to make a base of the sauce mm-hmm. and just to make those noodles just really really sticky and mm. just. Just make that sauce just stick to the noodles. And yeah, uh, that's what and I it's just, almost uh, like a glaze, like yeah. it's super sticky and nice. And the egg just kind of sits on top and just yolk just goes well. It makes a difference, eh? Yeah. It makes it nice and rich. Love it. Anything else you guys want to talk about? You all good? Um, sweet. Sweet? Yeah, sweet? sweet yeah, all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. 
Thanks for tuning in to my chat with Byron and John from Dagwood Bar and Kitchen in Wollongong. If you want to find out more about them, you can visit their website, dagwoodbk.com.au. And if you want to find out more about us, you can check out our website, quicksandfood.com, or you can find us at quicksandfood on social media. Get out there and get the book. The Illawarra Cookbook is available on our website or through all good retailers in the Illawarra. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.